We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. And we're back. (laughs) We really are. Well, it's been, what, two weeks? Oh, it's been longer weeks. than that, yeah. I don't know, for Christmas. Christmas. Christmas Eve was the last one. Yeah, time mm, so it's been, when you have fun. It's been like four weeks, nearly. <laughs> it's been a while. Anyway, how have you been? Happy New Year, Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. no, we haven't spoken since last year. No, yes we have. <laughs> no, I saw I you joking. New Year's Day. <laughs> In fact, I think you talk to my husband on a weekly basis at least, don't you? Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, t- well, no, yeah, kind of. I talked to him <laughs> today. We're trying to get this basketball team right? together. Uh, yeah, what's going on with that? Is uh, it going to happen or no? I, I think it is. Happens. Okamo's 2021? Yeah. Luke's not playing though, is he? No, no. And I don't think Mark is either. <sighs> well, Mark's got some back issues shoulder. <laughs> at the moment. Has it? Shoulder? Uh, oh, I don't know. I think he said shoulder. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, well, Brady's, has he left? Yeah, he's in Sydney now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all these Snapchats and stuff are not... <laughs> And not at the Rumbar pool. <laughs> no, they're no, certainly not. Uh, no. So, but yeah, basketball cool. starts tonight, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm so going to head down. Is that why you're here? You're in Robinvale just to play basketball? Oh, and it's Dad's birthday. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah, he's, uh, I think he's like, uh, what do you say? He's 52. 52? <laughs> wow, that's impressive. <laughs> that's very impressive breeding if you're 45. I'm not 45, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> oh, well, very good. Um, yeah, basketball does start tonight, but it's only two nights a week for seniors. There's only a few teams in, isn't there? Four male, five female. I can't play because it's on Tuesdays, which is a bit disappointing, but anyway, mm. never mind. Anyway. Um, your celebrity is oh, starting rise. to spread. <laughs> yes, it's rising and it's starting to spread far and yes, wide. Yes, uh, I'm sure people would have seen us raise daily uh, last Friday. Well, no, but. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, I did on your Snapchat. That's about it. But you always, you seem surprised when somebody asks you if you were the Chalutz from <laughs> the podcast. Oh, yeah. why, is, why so surprised? So, well, do you want to know? Well, we'll go for, start from the start. So I had to do an interview um, with uh, some Rose Daily people. Mm. Uh, it was, do we talk about being summer smart, play your part? Yes. Anyway, so AB. Which you're the face of this campaign. <laughs> Justin Mildrew. <laughs> uh, Thank AB's, God. Uh, <laughs> AB's new campaign is uh, play your part, be summer smart. Mm-hmm. And it's just a few tips that we should all be aware of. Uh, Which we usually are anyway. Is it a, just a bit of a slip slop slap on steroids? Uh, yes. Well, there is the five talking points, which I have right in front of me here. <laughs> Wow, you're towing the uh, company line, aren't you? Yes, Go definitely. On. Well, I don't want to say anything wrong because I've told what I could say and what I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, number one, stay hydrated. That's pretty obvious. Yep. And when we're talking about stay hydrated, I think we talked about this before Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's not drinking beers. No. Um, we're more talking about, you know, drink water. So if you are drinking beers, well, one, drink responsibly. And then have some water. Have a water chaser. And this yeah. is people get annoyed with me because I don't get hangovers, but that's how I don't get hangovers. Yeah, you feel so much better for it. In Correct. Yeah. yeah. So um, take care around the water. I think everyone knows that the potential um, dangers of the river. Yeah. Um, and also that's with swimming pools as well. Yes. Make sure you keep an eye on your kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. Around pools. Mm. That's what I've done. Yeah. And you know, do the five. Stay alive. Mm-hmm. Old uh, Laurie Lawrence. Laurie Lawrence. <laughs> 
I can see your mind wandering then. Yeah. Yep, come back. What's the next one? Um, uh, check on the elderly. Yep. Uh, mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, especially those who, uh, you know, they're still living at home mm-hmm. uh, because it's a whole uh, thermostat thing that, you know, and we find it. What do you mean it's a whole thermostat thing? A human body hem- you know, thermostat thing. Yeah. So uh, as you get older, oh, do you want me to go? Yeah, I do because the thermostat thing, I'm thinking about the thermostat on the wall. No, well, just in short, uh, the elderly don't really feel the heat as like what, what we do. Oh, do they not? They feel it. They're just not registering that it's hot, if that makes sense. See, that might be common knowledge to people like you, but to people like me, lemons, yeah. we don't know that. And that's I, didn't know that I didn't know that that was a thing, that they don't actually we, feel the heat. There's so many times we go to uh, elderly people, yeah. wherever it be in the, su- in the summer or the winter, yeah. like we'll go on summer and it's 45 degrees inside the house and you'll say, oh, how come you got the air conditioner on? And they're going, oh, you know, it's not that hot yet. And you're like, yeah, I'm sweating just walking in here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's got to do with extremity shut down. And a lot yeah, of right. Like, anyway. There you go. Um, we can go through the PAFO another day. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. Go on. <laughs> the PAFO physiology. Oh, okay, whatever. Go. Uh, and uh, hot cars. Um, just remember, animals, kids, don't leave them in hot cars. Computers also. I mean, mm, they're obviously not what, as important, yeah, but don't leave stuff in yeah. hot cars. Yeah, because, well, it's, everyone's seen the studies. You leave a kid, well, you leave a thermometer in the car for... I don't know, a yeah. minute yeah. after you've shut all the doors and, sh- and switched all the air conditioners off. Yeah. And it heats up in, like, ridiculous yeah. amount of time. Correct. Um, and also, keep cool. And that's just what we're talking about. <laughs> that's the last point. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. And it's not only just to put your air conditioner on, but also, when you're out, wear uh, appropriate clothing. <laughs> what? Oh, no. I could. No, nothing. Go, go on. <laughs> What, are you talking about how I got sunburnt over... <laughs> yes, you did. You should take some of these leaves out of your own yes. book, Charlie. If only I was keeping cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wearing some long sleeves. Yeah, and or even sunscreen would have been great. Yeah. Um, remember to reapply. Mm-hmm. I fell into that trap, didn't mm-hmm. reapply. No. But I have lovely How did you tan- recover? Well, I have lovely tan skin now. You've always got lovely tan skin, though. Yeah, but it went... Comes with your heritage, doesn't it? <laughs> it went really red and uh, peeled for a bit. <gasps> Did you? Did you peel? Yeah. Oh, that's not good. No, it was shocking. Couldn't yeah. even roll over. <gasps> really? Mm. Oh, that's no good at all. Yeah. I didn't think you were so, that bad. Yeah, that's why you need to play your part and be summer smart. Okay, thank you, yeah. um, Chalutz. Yeah. So can you give us some context? This article of yours, the play oh, your part, right. be summer smart in the sunny daily, which yes. is how we got onto this in the first place. Um. So, anyway, I was at branch one day mm. and uh, the people rang up because you know how um, uh, you know how Rumvel's got – we're pretty good with the AEDs. Mm-hmm. So, one of the lovely young ladies um, in Mildura who's on light duties because she's pregnant right, uh, has organised heaps of AEDs for Mildura. Right. And she's done an excellent job. So, yep. Ebony, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you're not listening. <laughs> but anyway. But you would be surprised, Charlie, and that's where this discussion is eventually going when so anyway. he gets there. <laughs> it's going to take ages. So anyway, uh, she's dubbed me in because I just happened to be at Branch and mm. uh, said, oh, can you come down and talk about playing your part and being summer smart? I said, sure, no worries. Anyway, long story. <laughs> no, don't say long story short because so short. far you've been going nearly 10 minutes. Short. So it's not, it story long, not a long story short. Short story long. <laughs> yes. Um, the the lady, as soon as she started talking to me at Sarai's Daily, uh, the reporter, she was like, 
hey man, are you Charlie of uh, of the podcast? And I'm like, which podcast are you talking about? <laughs> which podcast? Because I do so many. Yeah, I'm on all these podcasts. <laughs> yeah. oh, unfortunately, one of four, Charlie Clawson of Tofop. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Another one of your favourites? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's all what's up there. Anyway. Oh, just go. What was the lady's name, Charlie? Uh, I've got no idea. No, you don't. Okay. Yep. And your response was? Oh, two. What? Do you listen to the Vale podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she said, yeah, of course I do. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's great. I can't believe you're, you're surprised by that, although but, you never see any of the figures that I see. You know what also she said, which was uh, really surprising, mm. she said um, she was talking about, like, the politicians, so you know how we, you're always talking to Ali. And, yeah. Um, which is why we're back this week because they've both been knocking on the door wanting to come on. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Otherwise I, mean, I would yeah. have had another week off. Yeah, so yeah, she's like, oh, Sometimes it's just easier to get a quote off the podcast or Correct. off Ali's, um, yeah, she does all the Facebook stuff. Yeah. Yep. Then actually uh, going to her, getting a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. ABC, Kelly, Ho- Kelly Hollingsworth from ABC has told us before that she gets a lot of the stories and quotes and stuff off this podcast. Yeah. So there you'd you be surprised. Don't discount it that just because <laughs> she's from Mildura that no one listens to this. Yeah. We well, have quite a few listeners. So shout out to uh, all the people at the Sunny Daily. <laughs> or any other publication. Yeah. And Chalutz, it's free for interviews and photos yeah. whenever you need. Well, I'll contact my agent. <laughs> and who's your agent? Well, just ring you and I'll <laughs> I was going to say, me. I'm your agent too yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just contact us. Um, we do need a sponsor. We haven't got a sponsor yet right. for this year. Um, it's been a while well, since we haven't had a sponsor. No, I know, but it's been a while since we haven't had a sponsor. Granted, I haven't done any legwork. Ben Rogers is away. Um, but Jock and I, I will give them a plug because uh, while Ben has been away, Jock and I went and took morning tea down to the Victoria police members that are on Border Patrol this morning in the new Ford Puma. Oh, that's lovely. It is lovely. What'd they get? Coffees and slices from Loft 13. Wow. But then they're going to do morning smoko coffee. deliveries as a Facebook. Co- it's too late for a coffee, isn't it? No. Yeah. Is there such thing as too late for a coffee? No, as in they're shut. Oh, yeah, as in they're shut. Yeah, but the corner shop's not. Oh, yeah. They do coffees all day. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there you go. Uh, also, I'm finally forward. I have been getting stopped in the street. <laughs> really? Yeah. This guy, uh, I was in Centro the other day, and he said to me, don't laugh. It's not funny. Oh, it is funny. You can keep going. He's like, oh. Okay. Wait. Goes, I saw your ad on, uh, on TV, <laughs> the, finally for, the Ford ad. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, so good on finally Ford. <laughs> are, you, are they giving you royalties or do you get no. like five cents every time no. it airs? No. Hmm. If you you're out there, Ben, you can at least <laughs> buy me lunch every now and then, mate. Also. Oh, God. I got my cult membership in the mail today. And couldn't open the packet. And he said, <laughs> would they make these idiot-proof? And I said, um, not for Carlton supporters. They wouldn't. No one would ever get into their membership packs. <laughs> no, they're a lovely little pencil case. But aren't all membership – the Richmond ones come like that too. Oh, good. Aren't they all like that? I don't know. They're probably, all getting, they're probably all getting made by the AFL at the same supplier. Yeah, probably. Just with different colours. Yeah. What do you pay for a Carlton membership, by the way? I don't know. It's a Christmas present. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Again. No, I get a, it's a Christmas present every year. Oh, that's right. You said that. Your cousins yeah. buy it for you, don't they? No, no. Carmel, my brothers and sisters. Oh. Sister, sister-in-law. Brother. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. What did you get? What else did you get for Christmas? Uh, what did I get? Uh, I got a gift card from like a City Heart one. Oh, yeah? So nice. literally it's been paying for all my coffees. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you get it. You, you have got a t-shirt coming. You and Ethan have both got t-shirts coming. Oh. No. <laughs> Podcast t-shirts, you idiot. Oh, I'm right. just waiting on Emily to uh, do them. Good. Mm. Um, what else? Surprise. <laughs> oh, you know, just the odds, odds and ends. A couple of bottles of um, gin. Mm-hmm. Bottle of gin. P.S. Thanks for the bottle of gin you gave me. That lasted all of one night. Did I give you the tea one? No. The- yeah, the broken heel one. Oh, I know. Which, no, isn't the T one. I did see the T one. T one's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Sign them up as a sponsor and then we'll talk about it a little oh. bit more in depth. <laughs> I have a chat to Fossies. <laughs> Maybe we could do like a gin tasting. That's Maybe actually we, not a bad idea. You know what? They'd love that. Contra. Yeah, why not? Do you, you know those guys, don't you? Steve. Yeah, I know you know Steve. Yeah. Oh, give him a call. Yeah, actually, that's probably not a bad idea. I'm available to try gin. Anybody? Yeah, I'm sure you would be. <laughs> I'm sure I can Not available to come and have a chat to Anne or Ali this week, but... Yeah. Again, um, they can talk to my manager. <laughs> they are. Oh. And they've decided that you don't really matter that much. Jeez, oh. harsh. <laughs> well, fair. Hey, um, here's another thing. The Network House have received a grant. Yeah, I know. Upgrade. We, yeah. So there's a few things getting upgraded around here, including their website, and we're getting some more upgrades for this studio. Um, more of that. Um, Soundproofing? Yeah. Yes. So the rest of this wall will get done and the roof will get done. Nice. And extra microphones and a few other things. And wow. it's being used um, for things not for the podcast now. So Paul Costa's using it for things we can't talk about. We might be able to talk about it after. I'll get clearance from him first uh-uh. um, at this weekend and a few other things. So that's good. That's positive. Uh, yeah. Is Here's it- another thing. I've got some more news for you. There's now a skip bin at the truck stop on Bromley Road. Oh, that's good. Yeah. This is for people – well, it was brought about mainly for people to dump their rubbish in from camping, people that come in yeah. from the rivers because they're dumping them But in. it's not going to get abused. Well, it will, and we're, we're kind of aware that people will use it, like locals yeah. will use it as well, but it's better than being illegally dumped on the side of the road somewhere. Because there was the ones out uh, at Weeman, near the Weeman store, and they took those away. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I think they wanted to get rid of transfer stations. Oh, I'm not quite sure why. I had, the word, I had a word hot tip from someone involved in that kind of stuff <laughs> was that it was getting it was always over full so they took yeah. it away yeah and I'm like well that makes no sense instead of putting another one there <laughs> yeah I know I know yeah I don't know about that one but this one here and there was another one too they did tell me that there's going to be two of them but I can't there remember there was another one out at Beggs way too, oh yeah yeah I don't know if that's where they're putting another one now could well there used to be one out at Beggs yeah a while ago and they stopped doing that no I don't know it's oh, the same no one, women thing yeah no one can yeah. tell me why they stopped doing that and it's probably because it was Over, yeah. yeah getting overflowed but I figure it's better than and there was also it. is it the one the bit near the boundary men store is that gone as well now well that's sure. still there not sure couldn't tell you no. I never go that way I never go the highway way to go to Swan Hill not unless I've been in town first because from our place you just yeah, go through yeah, Manangatang hmm, it's quicker. I hit a kangaroo the other day. Oh, no. Mm. Any damage? Yep. Bull bars paid for itself. Let's put it that way. Oh, well done. Mm. On your foot. Um, Didn't they fit that? They did. And they need to replace some plastic in it too now. Um, number plate screwed, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're else? safe, Jade. That's the main thing. That's right. I am safe. And the people that were coming in the opposite direction to me also are safe oh, because no. I got it for them. You're yeah. welcome. Mm. Um, what else? Grape season's uh, started, I suppose. Sure has started. Almonds in a couple of weeks. I have good authority from uh, <laughs> one Elburn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that will start in about three weeks. Yeah. So he's saying, which is a week ahead of schedule. 
No, it's a week behind you. It's telling me today. I thought it was a week in front. Okay. I feel like you don't even listen. I listen to the top line stuff and then yeah. I might like it's like your stories. Oh. I'll listen for the first and then they go on and on and on. So you kind of tune out and think about something else, like whether the seven dwarves ever have a day off or if penguins have knees and come back to it at the end of the story and by then you've missed Do penguins have knees? <laughs> I actually don't know. I think they do. Surely they do. They don't walk like they do, but I'm sure they would. Huh. Hmm. Well there's gotta be some kind of joint. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> how do they move? <laughs> well they don't. They waddle. They don't bend their Yeah, but there's Oh. <laughs> maybe we can look at this after. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, um, the Queen's Gambit. Have you watched this? Oh, I keep getting the things for it, but no. Yeah, and I was the same. I kept it kept coming up in my recommendation. I was like, nah, nah, because her face is. I mean, she's actually beautiful. She's Argentinian, um, and I just thought, oh, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm into that. It's chess. It's nah. Uh. We put it on. Must have been very early in the new year and watched – it's only a seven-part uh, seven series, but yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah. It was really good. There's another one that keeps coming up, a new one, and it's Yoli Close. That's my father. He clearly really yeah. wants to speak to me. So he's working in Robinvale at the moment. Oh, what's he I'm doing? I'm guessing oh, – doing the quality assurance stuff um, <laughs> for grapes because grape season, but I'm oh, guessing – Maybe he just wants to have a lunch with you. Oh, no. No, what he'll be wanting to do is take the kids home with him. Ah. Oh which is not a bad thing, but they're currently at daycare. And the school vacation program, which right. is the other thing we wanted to talk about. Yes. This has been a really long intro, by the way. Oh, we only just started. <laughs> I thought this was, the, <laughs> this was the whole thing. Well, it could be, but Ethan's going to come in on Wednesday oh, and talk good. about his results, so don't give anything away just yet. Do we? Does Is it out there about ducks and stuff? No, no, it's oh, not. I wonder who got that then. Um, well, that's all presented at the first assembly of the year. Oh, okay. I don't know. Who did get that, Charlie? Mm. You'll have to discuss that with me off air before Wednesday because I'm talking well, to a couple of year 12s. Yeah, well, that'd be good. Uh, but good the school holiday yeah. program <laughs> is what I was talking about. Oh, my goodness. So because Peyton's starting school this year at St Mary's, he, he can go to the school holiday program, which is why he's not here today. Mind you, I'm not going to lie. Having the first few weeks of January, just with the boys and not worrying too much about work or council or whatever, has been bloody brilliant. Yeah. But he's gone to the- um, But also when you're trying to get stuff done and they're here, it's not so cool. It can be a bit- He's pretty good because he's pretty quiet, but the young one, it just wouldn't work with the small child running around no. because he's very active. Yeah. No, <laughs> but great. Peyton went off to the, out of the um, school holiday program today and- was so excited. We, I took him there on Friday to have a look at it, and I'm like, what do you think? Do you want to go? Yep, love to. Huh. What? He's the, one of the shyest kids ever. He's just like his father, very and, uh, shy. They haven't rang you yet to come pick him haven't up? Rang him, <laughs> haven't rang me to come pick him up, haven't, no. And they uh. went swimming, and, and I get very nervous about my children swimming when I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I was so surprised that a shy kid was like, yeah, I'll go. Oh. So he was bored of hanging around you. <laughs> well, clearly he was getting bored because I make him get outside and shoot hoops and go yeah. for bike rides and all the rest of it. But Tannen Higgins, this is what I was getting to. God, this I know is the, the long way around again. Well, it's been a it's been a long time since we've sat down and had a chat, Charlie. Um, Tannen Higgins was there when I dropped them off this morning. You know, Nicole from Loft Thirteen. Yes, her yeah. kids were there. Tannen and Axel. And Axel's got a great mullet going on. Oh, um, but Tannen was telling me fishing stories. And you would think you were sitting he there talking to- He exaggerates a bit, that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. 
He was so fu- I mean, he's a funny kid anyway. He's a funny kid. Oh, my goodness. But he was telling me this story about how he caught a carp this big. <laughs> he left out the fact, Nick said, yeah, he did catch a carp that big, but he was probably younger than Axel when that happened. It wasn't the weekend. Uh, it wasn't last week. No. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> oh, but it was it was honestly like you're sitting there talking to a 65-year-old man about yeah. fishing and uh, the fishing that he'd done over the weekend, he's which is... A, he's a funny kid. Mm, funny kid. Mm. Have you been out on your stand-up paddleboard? Uh, well, no, because there's, I've, I've had it up in Mildura and there's been a blue-green algae alert. Oh, yeah, there has up there, hasn't there? Yeah, and it's clear for here, but it's been... It's still up there now, it's still red. Alert. Yeah. There is a bit of algae. I did notice a little bit on the top of there the water. Was, Obviously, it's nothing to be concerned about. Yeah. And, but, yeah, a bit of diarrhea, whatever. Diarrhea? Add it up. It sets your tummy when you, if you swallow it, enough of it. Oh, well, enough of it. But for anyone that's just skiing or yeah. swimming for recreation, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Just don't drink it as your main drinking water. Yeah. Mm. Should be right. Yes. Right. Well... That'll be about uh, it for you today. Oh, good. I'm guessing. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming in. <laughs> thanks got for, a- yeah, thanks for um, no, having me on there. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I don't know. Are you drunk? Oh, <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I should be. <laughs> go home, I've got to drive home. You're drunk. No, you don't. You've got to go play basketball. Yeah, but after that, I've got to drive home. So. Oh, so you're not even staying here tonight after basketball? I've got to work tomorrow. Oh, mm. what time? Seven. Oh. No, literally seven. Just that's commitment then to drive down, play basketball, and then drive home. Ours. Oh, and Dad's birthday. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> There's two things. Okay. Probably more of column A than column B. Or more of column B. I don't know. Can you get your shit together? Yeah, well, <laughs> before next week. <laughs> no, that's what I'm trying to tell you. No, you know what else we you know what else we do have to talk about what? is the Australia Day breakfast. Oh yeah, what's up? That's the other thing. Um, the Australia Day breakfast. Obviously, there's a few of them that are not happening. Oh. Um, Swan Hill's not happening. See, this is this is annoying, and this is where people are getting their noses out of joint. The Australian Open is happening yeah. with all these tennis players coming in, testing positive, etc., so etc. Why aren't Swan Hill having it? It's too hard to manage because you can you can only have a hundred people at a, a gathering or whatever. Uh-huh. They always get more than, much more than a hundred. But like yeah. the Swan Hill one's quite a big event, yeah. um, so they're not having it. Manang have called theirs off as well because Manang is quite big. It's quite a, a big, good event. Yeah. Um, Robinvale is happening at 8am. It's a bit <laughs> different. Oh, sorry, I'm, t- I'm just tapping on my fingers so I get all my points across. You know, I talk with my hands. Um, it's on the Facebook page. I can't remember, but there'll be uh, Loft 13 will be there with takeaway breakfast. So it won't be the old. Stand around. Yeah, stand yeah. around, sit around. It'll be takeaway breakfast. We'll raise the flag and. Well, here's an that. idea. Yes. You can have, uh, what's it, is it 15 people at your house now? Yes. Have a barbie. Have a good old barbie on yeah. Australia Day. Yeah. It's actually going to be live streamed. The Robinvale one will be live streamed too because I've got my new camera now, so I'm oh, dying cool. to try that out. Mm. So how does that work? What do you mean? What's what's vibrating? It's, it's my phone. Oh. You're dead again. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that's how we got him to talk about the school holiday program because the kids are at daycare and the school holiday program. You know, so. uh, if he listens back to this, he'd be like, oh. He does listen. Yeah, and he'd be like, she could have answered the phone. Well, I could have answered the phone, but yeah. nope. Well. Soz. That's it from you for today. Uh, yeah. We've got Anne Webster coming in shortly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I can stick around if you want me to. <laughs> no, you can't. Can you really? Sure, Charlie. Stick around if you no, want to. No. Um, Ali and Fiona Patton are here too this week. 
Um, I'm not sure whether they're going to get a chance What's to come on the podcast. She... She's an upper house MP. So she's the Reason Coalition partnership that um, Ali's now got. So oh, I'm that's hoping. Right. She's an old sex party person. Yes, correct. Um, I, I'm hoping that we'll be able to get both of them into the studio to have a chat. And... Can you ask if she's any relation to Mike? Who's Mike Pat? The Faith No More. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's all I want to know. My one question. <sighs> all right. Hard I will. Uh, that is hard hitting. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Thanks, Charlie. Good. I'll take my little. Time for some boring old politics, but really it does affect you. So pay attention to your federal member for Mallee, Dr. Anne Webster. Obviously not an in-depth interview like it would be with me, Nicole Gunn, an internationally renowned award-winning journalist and not just the 1979 Best and Fairest Award for the Flash's unfortunate team name, but apparently anyone with a microphone can do an interview these days, so go for it. I think your intros keep getting better and better, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. How are you, Dr Webster? I am very good. Great to be with you, Jade. Great to see you. Mm. And (laughs) let's just say from the outset, when your office called, we were like, all right, I guess the podcast is back on then. Anne wants to come on. Anyone wants to come on, then the podcast is back from holidays. So thanks for that. No worries at all. Look, always happy to inspire. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate it. We really do. Um, Lots of things going on. Did you have much of a break over the Christmas period? I did have four days where my husband and I took two of our grandchildren over to Canberra. I can't stay away. (laughs) Uh, And their highlight was going to Parliament House. It's a bit sad, isn't it, really? How old are your grandkids? Six and seven. So they're pretty inspired. Wow. And that was the highlight? That was the highlight. We also took them to Jamala. That's an amazing zoo. Yeah, that's the one that you can do the sleepovers. Which we did. (gasps) Did you? Yeah, just one night. (gasps) Oh. You have wow. to raid the bank for any more than that. They had a they had a particular special on because Sydney sadly was closed down, so they yeah. had some rooms available. All of a sudden, they were trying to get rid of. And I thought, yes, beauty, oh, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, were you with a tiger? No, we had the giraffe, and we hand fed the giraffe. The girls Stop loved it. Stop it! Oh, it's incredible. That's cute. You can do that at Halls Gap too. They've got a couple of giraffes. Do they? Yeah, at the Halls Gap Zoo, it's phenomenal. We got married just behind the Halls Gap Zoo with the giraffes in the background. If you look. <laughs> really closely. <laughs> so there you go. The grandkids might enjoy that. They might. Mm. They may indeed. But good on them for being inspired by Parliament House. I actually quite like Canberra. People, I love Canberra. Yeah, people take the mickey out of it often, but I, yeah. I quite enjoy Canberra. No, look, it's just one of those inspiring places. It's a national um, city. It is our national city as Australians. Mm. And um I'm now, I don't know whether you know this, I'm the chair of the National Capital and External Territories Committee. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yes, no, it's pretty special. Congratulations. So, thank you so much. Mm. Um, and so I have a particular interest now in our national capital and, you know, the various things from, you know, the library, obviously Parliament House and all of the other incredible iconic mm. buildings. I got to go to the War Memorial when we were there for the local government national um, assembly not last year, the year before, mm. um, and that's just like that whole area and around the lake and it's like, just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Mm. It's cold, but I like cold. So I well, in, in summer, it's pretty darn hot too. I can assure Is you. Is it? Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't absolutely. think I've ever been to Canberra in in summertime. Yeah, no, it's a treat. Mm. <laughs> well, it's probably one of those things that being a, a 
daughter of a farmer and now wife of a farmer. We don't get to go anywhere during the summer except no. for Toll Toll. So, no, no, no. Which indeed. is equally as lovely. Um, but speaking of farming, let's mm. talk about seasonal workers and uh, yep. the, the mm. thing that's getting people particularly around here really annoyed is that we can't get workers in but we can get thousands of tennis players and staff and teams and what is going on there? It's a very good question and people have a tremendous right, in my opinion, to be furious about this. Mm. Um, It is, once again, the city-centric thinking of the Andrews government which values, um, obviously, the dollar coming in and international tourism, even though it's banned, effectively, um, but clearly has not got the same value on our producers and our products and the value and of our regional areas and uh, it's pitiful it is a slap in the face to our producers and um, yeah it's not good no it's not good at all and I've been hearing stories about piece rates particularly in the table grape industry going through the roof which is going to make it so hard mm. for the small guys to get their grapes off the vines. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every little pressure, every little additional pressure mm. does not help our smaller producers. Um, and fundamentally, what we need in terms of workforce is for the Andrews government to agree on just make a damn decision about quarantine. That is what actually needs to happen. And uh, the federal government has 22,000 vetted PLS and SWP uh, workers to come in. Mm -hmm. Quarantine is up to the states. They have had proposals sitting on his desk, on Andrew's desk, since October. Aspen Medical have had a proposal for a quarantine system uh, in Mildura, mm-hmm. very handy for our mm-hmm. area. Very handy. Mm-hmm. They can fly the plane directly into the Mildura airport and quarantine people, but no, crickets. Not hearing anything but crickets. Oh, we're hearing a bit about the cricket too. <laughs> there's yep. been, there's been a the test. Bugs. We lost that, yeah. <laughs> I realised that, but it was a good segue. <laughs> it just seems that, and I just don't understand. It, surely if you do the figures, yeah. cricket, tennis, yep. Don't bring in as much as little places like little old Robinvale, Mildura and the districts that surround us that are agricultural hubs Mm. that are contributing so much Mm -hmm. to our GDP. I just, first of all, it doesn't doesn't pass the pub test, first and foremost. Surely it doesn't pass the economic test. Well, it can't. Surely it can't. Surely it can't. Um, but, look, Andrews has got to um, live and die by his own sword. He's the one who's setting up these policies and not following through. Mm. Uh, you know, they, he tells us that he's for months been working on this additional 1,200 people for the Australian Tennis Open um, for them to quarantine and come in. Well, you know what? If he can work on an additional 1,200 for the Open Tennis, he can work on an additional 1,200 minimum mm for our seasonal workforce shortage. Mm, and it would certainly help, 1,200 people. Oh, yeah. And it's it? not like this is new. No. This, this, this situation that our farmers are going through right now that many are really seriously distressed about, mm. um, I've spoken to some today who are mulching in their entire crops. Like it, it is a pitiful situation. Yeah. And um, Andrew's government knew about this last year, same time last year. 
They know about the workers' shortage. Of course. They've known about it year on year on year. It, the yep. same thing comes up. And I've been saying for years, let's just cut off his almond milk lattes and his smashed avo on toast. Then maybe we'll get some action. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly I honestly uh, don't know what it is going to take uh, for the Andrews government to see beyond Benigo Ballarat. Mm. I just I just don't know. Yeah, it's just it, – it befuddles me. It really does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there, is there no way – and I know we've spoken about this in a top-line sense before – what about if we had a public health team a fit from the feds go to places like Vanuatu where we get a lot of our seasonal workers, go and do the testing if their government's not able to afford you know mass testing, make sure that they're COVID-free – bring them out, maybe we could get them down to seven days quarantine Mm -hmm. because we know their country is COVID-free. Would that possibility or that solution from the federal government be on the table? Yeah, look, the the concept of a Pacific Island bubble Mm. um, has certainly been generated, discussed, thought about. I've spoken with the Minister about it again this last week. Uh, I think the concern largely is that there is no vetting or control of who else is going into, for example, Vanuatu. Mm. So, um, you know, the, the risk management around COVID on island or in country is not what it is here. Yes. So, you know, the international borders are not as closed Mm. um, as they are here. So there is greater risk that I'm not over. It's not my um, remit to be, you know, worrying about such things. But uh, from what I am told, that is currently the issue. I think really quarantine on farm, which Queensland has managed, no problemo, Mm -hmm. um, is really one of the answers that we need. And fundamentally it comes down to the proactivity of the Victorian government or the not the lacking of proactivity around this subject. We mm. must we must have answers. We yeah. must have answers as soon as possible. We must have workers, essentially. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. We must have workers. Yep. Now. Yep. We're picking. Mm-hmm. You know, and almond mm-hmm. harvest is due to start in three weeks. Yep. Um and the the state border closure is another issue. How much longer is that going to drag on for? Uh, it is phenomenal. Um, you know, I just, I, it, we talk about befuddling our brains. I do not understand how the Victorian government can determine that another state has got red zones. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the point about having a national definition of hotspots. Yes. So that uh, there is a uniform, okay, it's now not a red zone because mm. these this number of this cluster is now under control. Mm. New South Wales, I think Gladys Berejiklian has done a phenomenal job throughout. Uh, she's learnt on the job because nobody knew how this was all going to pan out. Mm. She's been able to manage short, small outbreaks uh, and find where they need to go in terms of tracing, testing and management. And her goal has been to... Uh, keep her citizens as free as possible yeah. to live their lives. Mm. What a great goal. Mm. I don't think that's Premier Andrew's goal. It certainly doesn't seem to be. It has that got a lot to do, and I would assume it does, the team that she's got around her um, in her cabinet and the public health system in New South Wales, that's essentially what it comes down to and her management of that. Mm. Yeah, look, I think so. And, um, 
You know, one of the other befuddling factors is this, you know, due to or, or what are we, we are relying on medical advice or medical evidence and everyone, everyone, doctors are going, what medical evidence? Mm. Where is this medical evidence that you are making these policies on and these decisions on that mean businesses continue to die, mm. uh, people are not allowed to come home uh, from New South Wales to Victoria while we're flying in 1,200 Australian Open Tennis yeah. players and teams. And which is another massive bugbear for people that are stuck in New South Wales, Queensland, and can't get in. Yeah. Like it just it doesn't make sense. Is there is it on the table for a national – I don't mind the traffic light system. I think that's actually – that's working okay. Is there a, a view to or a strategy to roll that out nationally? Well, it's a – Dan Andrews, fundamentally it's a Dan Andrews concept. Mm. Um, I think that a lot of these um, policy structures uh, and the implementation should have been national in the first place. Mm. Um, And, you know, uh, the problem is it comes down to remit and and who's got what control. As we know, as we've all discovered Mm. during this pandemic, the states have and are enjoying a tremendous amount of, more control and power than we thought they had. Yes, which is leads me to the next, the end of the Victorian state of emergency is coming up very soon. Good. Yeah, thankfully. Um, we had Fiona Patton in here yesterday and she was talking about how much flack she copped over that on social media from the trolls and all that kind of stuff, which has resulted in court cases Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. You're now part of the Friends of Parliamentary Social. Can you explain this Friends of Social Media? Yeah, it is something like that. Yeah. Um, parliamentary Friends of Groups. Mm. There are quite a few that MPs and senators need to have a bipartisan agreement with someone from the other side of the house uh, to set up, and we go through proper channels and a process in order to um, verify the establishment of a parliamentary friends of. So I'm chair of three, Mm. um, two which I chose to be and instigated two of them um, and one which I've been asked to chair. Mm -hmm. Um, And what are those three? The three are parliamentary friends of organ donation, obviously my history with our granddaughter, Mm -hmm. Um, parliamentary friends of making social media safe, Mm -hmm. again, partly because I am – determined to ensure that social media platforms are held to account as publishers. Mm. Uh, I don't believe that they carry the, the responsibility that they have while they're issuing their rights mm. and everybody else's rights. Mm. So um, there's a whole lot of work that needs to go on there. And then the third one is Parliamentary Friends of Nurses. Oh, right. Which I was asked, asked to chair. Excellent. We love our nurses. We do. On to the parliamentary friends of making social media safe, though. You've been through the same processes, been through the courts, because people are not only vicious, there's a difference between being vicious and there's a difference between being... Defamation. Defamation. Fundamentally defamation. Yes, correct. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we went through that experience. Have I talked about that on Val before? No. Oh, okay. So um, somebody came out at the somewhere in early last year and decided that uh, I was part of a group of 
parliamentarians, of which basically every parliamentarian is a pedophile mm. and is part of a pedophile network mm. and my charity, we'd set up, my husband and I had set up um, so that we could, um, uh, what do you call it, garner children for the trade. Uh, my husband was also part of it. Um, my uh, uh, Some of the things that she said about my father were appalling and my father had just uh, died oh, of gosh. cancer. Uh, and she stated that my granddaughter, it's not not a surprise that she would have required a liver transplant and been born so sick because of the incestuous nature of uh, my family. And I mean, <laughs> hell no. I just... I, the fact that somebody can come out and say that kind of thing about you, I wanted to say I've, I'm actually on I'm on many committees, but one of them is the um, Standing Committee for Social Policy and Legal Affairs, and mm. Facebook Policy Guru uh, was on. We were uh, receiving evidence by Facebook. Mm. She's the policy head, and uh, you know I wanted to say to her on the day, how long would you be happy? for somebody to say those things about you and leave it on a platform where who knows how many people can see it yeah. and hear it. and Because they were, they were videos as well as statements, you know. And, <laughs> I, I mean, how long is too long? You know, how long is it okay for somebody to defame you in the foulest and most horrendous manner mm. uh, before that gets pulled? Mm. You know, I just can't believe with some of the things that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram let go through to the keeper and then some of the things that get banned mm. or get removed, mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. just doesn't seem to be fair play, fair play no. at all. No. And, you know, I've, I've made social media a career for the past 10 years, but it, it even as far as businesses go, you know, if you – give any sort of uh, misinformation or if you set up your profile wrong, they pull it down. Yeah. But yet someone can come out and make literally make things up. Yeah, literally make things up. And it, and it's not just it's not just federal MPs. It's not just state MPs. Mm. It's councillors. It's members. And I anyone know. Anyone who's public. Anyone who's public. Yeah. And it's just wrong. Well, uh, not only are we people, mm. first point, um, and everybody, public figure or not, needs to be treated as a person, um, and lies and defamation, uh, it should not be that hard to get that managed. And the fact of the, the, fact of the issue is that um, my husband and I have now spent upwards of $160,000, um, even though we've won the case, mm. Uh, and uh, damages have been awarded. It's quite likely we won't see. A I was going to say, how much of that are you going yeah, to see? Quite likely not. And yeah. and meanwhile, the case is not actually finished. Really? So we've won the case, but uh, contempt of court hearing is going on, and who knows how long that will go on for. So the victim remains the victim. You need to have money to be able to fight people saying the most dreadful things about you. Uh, that's not a fair system. That's not a reasonable system. Meanwhile, those who allow that kind of behaviour to take place, and they do allow it, mm. Um, get off scot-free, no mm. responsibility. The only t- Finally, Facebook took down those posts, I reckon, around three to four months. I'd have to check now. Three right. to four months. Yes. Yeah. It was quite some time before they took it down and it's because the court said any media platform that allows these posts to remain will also be held in contempt of court. 
that motivated them. Wow. Now, the fact that my my issue is, Jade, that um, average families don't have that kind of money. No. Nor should they have to find that kind of money Mm. in order to find justice. Mm. It's just, it's fundamentally wrong. My question is, and the reason that I wanted to set up Parliamentary Friends of Making Social Media Safe um, is because I believe that the government does have a responsibility um, what that responsibility is, I've talked with Christian Porter face-to-face, I've talked with uh, sorry, the Attorney-General, and I've spoken with uh, Minister Paul Fletcher, the Minister for Communications, uh, and, you know, when, we're not necessarily all seeing the same answer mm. or answers, um, but there is a strong recognition. I mean, the fact is that I, we have over 70 MPs and senators who have signed up for this group. That's quite exceptional. And we had 50 in one day. Wow. So, you know, it's not like this is not an issue. I think it's shaping up to be one of the biggest issues that we have mm. um, in this period of time. 100%. And we we see also right now, obviously, with Donald Trump being removed from Twitter, which I think was well overdue, but people getting upset going, this is, um, so <laughs> your Apple Watch going off, <laughs> um, you know, people getting upset going, the government's or Twitter are now taking away free speech. My argument is it's not free speech when it's hate speech. Mm. Free speech only goes so far. Free speech means that you can uh, have an opinion about the government and not get poisoned with a nerve agent for that opinion and you're free to express that. You're not free to express hate speech, lies Mm. and incite incite people to rally around you and just torment the hell out of people. Yeah. No, it's absolutely correct. And um, look, Josh Bornstein wrote uh, an article in The Age last week that I thought had some really good thoughts about it. And his end conclusion was social media platforms need to be held to account as published. And I thought, yes, mm. thank you. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, we've got work to do. So we're launching the um, Parliamentary Friends Group on the 23rd of February. Uh, we will have uh, Reset, which is an organisation uh, heavily involved in this area um, who really want these big tech companies to be held to account. They mm. believe they've got far too much control, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are actually funding the event and are working with us, which is fantastic. And they have brought um, a UK MP uh, Damien Collins, who's mm. also heavily involved in this UK, have actually done some great work um, on this subject. So he's going to be speaking at it. And I, I need to say that Australia has also led the way in 2015. The development of the eSafety Commissioner's role it was a first in the world. Mm. Um, this draft code that is being released tomorrow about news media platforms, um, sorry, news media, is... Uh, That will be very interesting, but again, we're leading the world. Now, back in 2015, Facebook and Twitter, I am told, uh, threatened the Australian government that we would be, and I don't know who they spoke to, I'm just saying Mm. loosely Australian government, um, that we would be, Australia would be in the backwater if we went ahead with an e-safety commissioner. Well, hello, Mm. we're not. And we have a responsibility, I believe, to uh, make social media platforms safer for our children, Mm. our grandchildren, Anybody who wishes to have a comment 
you know, I mean, we talk in our office about those who are a different leaning politics, mm. um, whose speech is really quite extraordinary. You know, I, I, I view my platform as my house. Mm. We have a set of rules at the top of our platform, which anyone can read. If you don't abide by those rules, I'm sorry, we boot you. Yeah. I don't feel any compulsion whatsoever. Yes, you have a democratic voice and a democratic right, but you also have a responsibility to speak with respect. Yeah. And if we don't bring that kind of hard line in the sand into being, wherever, whatever social media platform we're talking about, uh, we will rue the day that social media platforms ever became available. Mm. Yeah, 100%. It's just the whole concept that people can make things up like that, publish it and not have something done about it immediately as soon as it's reported is, again, mind-blowing. But at the other end of the scale, somebody who may have posted, you know, a photo with a bit of side boob, if that gets reported, it's pulled down immediately. There just doesn't seem to be any logic. So it is. there's a lot of work to do. So good luck work. with that. Thanks. Um, let's talk about... The Stronger Communities Program. Oh, let's talk about something like Yeah, let's talk about something okay. that's great. So it is great. Uh, we have $150,000 available uh, across Mali for not-for-profits who have an ABN, there's the criteria right there, mm-hmm. uh, to present an EOI. We think it's by the end of this month, but I will give you a direction in a second. Um, you can definitely find the information on our website. Mm-hmm. So on my website, if you go there and look for Stronger Communities, uh, there's a link. Just go to it and it'll give you the proper date. Um, the The final uh, project submission needs to be by the end of March. Uh, but those projects can be, and we've we've had successful projects last year, uh, things like putting in sinks at a football or a netball club, putting up new rings, fixing asphalt, um, putting some repairs in pools, some computers, you know, their sheds, mm. their whole range of projects up to the value of $20,000. Um, and you put in an EOI, up to 20 projects across Mali will get funding. We have a um, a small consultative group who will be looking at the applications as they come into my office. I will not be looking at them until the final whatever's. Mm-hmm. Um, so they will be determined on a pretty broad basis. You know, obviously we want some money to go out across, whoa, across <laughs> the electorate. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So the expressions of interest need to be in by January 28th. Heaven, so next, Betsy, get on it. Get I was on it. Say, so that's next week. <laughs> but that's only an expression it's just of interest. An EOI. Great. And, and the form is on the website. So on the website, right? We'll post can... that on our website as well. So just to make it easier, we'll post yeah. the link. So anyway, it's easy. a real, it's a fun project um, program. It's you know, it's not too onerous, and um, it makes a lot of difference to our not for profits. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Let me ask you this then. This might be a tricky one. You may not know the question. So. Construction started on our new netball courts, which was partly funded by the um, the federal drought. Oh, yeah. Drought. Fund. Yep. Yes. Um, and we're also – so three new courts will be in and apparently usable by game one. That's very exciting. It's been a long time coming. Yes. Um, there's also a project in the works 
uh, for new change rooms. So seeing we've been funded by one program, can we get additional to fit out the change rooms to the tune of 20 grand with that one or is there an overlap? Uh I don't know the answer, so I'm not going to pretend I do. Um, I can't hear you, John. You can get on the microphone if you like. Yeah. The guidelines are on the website. Oh, guidelines. the guidelines are on. Of course yeah. they are. <laughs> this is helpful news from my trusty staffer, John. You can go to the website and find out. Yeah. Okay. We can we'll all do, do that. that. <laughs> but it could be um, sporting clubs. So long as you've got an ABN, yeah. sporting clubs for equipment, yep. tangible. Yep things. Mm-hmm. 20 grand can make a massive difference. Look, it does to um, our community groups and obviously sporting groups, um, which is great. Obviously, Building Better Regions Fund is also open right now. That's for very large projects. Mm. Generally, not always, but generally um, with connection to the council and the council's priorities. Um, so I'll, I'm really excited about that. We don't mm. get any say in what gets selected mm-hmm. necessarily, although I think they do come back to me and ask me. Yep. The, yep. Um, the trouble with – so we've got, as far as council goes, I think we've got $50 million worth of projects yeah, on the go at the moment. Yeah, you're not going to get them all, just I was just going to say, no, <laughs> but, but these are ones that have been funded throughout the whole municipality. We can't get the workers so if we can't get labour, if we can't get oh, people seriously? for design and construction for the Ronald Street subdivision, uh, we can't get, um, you know, it might be um, earthworks stuff done. I know the levy bank's about to start, mm-hmm, speaking mm-hmm. of projects that have been so a long time coming. So this is all of the funding, like Rossi and R2R yes. and, yeah, yeah, okay. Everything. We've got loads of projects ready yep. to go. Yep, LRCI. Can't yep. get the tenders for them. That is extraordinary. Yeah. See, I mean, the the point is with these particular programs and the timing of these programs through COVID was to get our economy ticking over, Mm. to make sure that jobs could come back, to Mm. make sure our communities could thrive. And in some cases, they have really done way better than anyone expected. Um, But you're right, it does also mean that there is greater pressure on our workforce. But here we go to the issue that uh, in actual fact, our job market has vacancies everywhere and people are not putting up their hand. No. Has that got something to do with JobKeeper? And JobSeeker. Yeah. Yeah. And JobSeeker in particular. So, you know, we have some in their lobbying mentality who want JobSeeker to remain forever Mm. and for people who are on welfare to be able to access that. Look, don't get me wrong. There are some people who need support in our community and will for life. Yes. Um, but there are others, we need them to get off their chair, off their couch and get out there and get a job because mm. their mental health will be better for it, their physical health will be better for it, a sense of belonging in the community, Every everything is better mm. when people have jobs and the connectivity in the community is so much better. Mm-hmm. So there are lots of jobs out there, lots of jobs. Lots, lots and lots of jobs. Yep. When I heard about the peace rate for grape picking this season, I seriously considered, well, you know what? I might go pick grapes for a couple of months because, honestly, if that's what they're having to do, yeah. I'd be way better off. Yeah. Um, you know, I just I, – I, I don't – the mentality – I was having this conversation with Jack earlier. I'm not motivated by money whatsoever, which is probably why I do what I do. But if you are, surely going out to pick grapes – where you are getting paid per box, um, and I know the rate is good regardless because the Labor Hire Authority, as much as it's been a bit of a headache, has cleaned up some of the stuff that was, you know, causing exploitation and all the rest of it. 
surely that would be better for you. Oh. In much more than just a financial sense. I mean, it would be four times better for you in a oh. financial sense absolutely. at least. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And look, we, as we come to the end of March um, and Job Seeker goes back to what it is, mm. uh, there is opportunity for work. Mm. There is plenty of opportunity for work. Trouble is here. We don't have the housing. Yes. Another issue. Another issue. And it's, it's you know, it's that circle, what mm. comes first, the mm-hmm. chicken or the egg? Mm-hmm. And if we can't get the, if we can't get the labour to build the houses, because we've got eight blocks there ready to be built on, yeah, you know, yeah, what, yeah, yeah it's, it's a difficult one. It is. Isn't it? It is. Yeah. No, there, there are always lots of complex issues that need to be resolved mm. and, um, each level of government has responsibility in that space. Mm. So, yeah, let's hope that that can be resolved. Yeah, hopefully. Mm. It, I'm not going to go into the planning scheme thing because I did chew Ali's ear off about this yesterday. Um, but the planning scheme needs to change if we want to build more houses. Yeah. We've got land. Yeah. That's We've got right. plenty of land. That's right. Just can't build on it. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. Anyway. That's a state issue, so I won't. I won't bore you with that. And I bore myself. Sometimes I hear myself talking about this, and I'm like, "Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd hear these conversations coming out of my mouth. Oh, um, but in any case, so you've but you've had four days off over Christmas. Well, yes. well rested. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, no, I did have some days not in the office. That was really um, good. But I mean, look, in this role, there are always emails coming in, people yeah. who call you. Um, Do you set yourself? Boundaries as far as the hours that you work. Do you go home and switch off your phone at no. eight o'clock? No, no, always on. Mm. I don't answer it yeah. when I'm asleep. I don't answer my phone. <laughs> Just letting anyone who wants to ring me in the middle of the night, it's not going to happen. I'll get back to you. We'll say, but- we'll see. I might ring you at three o'clock Saturday. I might answer you. <laughs> oh, that oh would gosh. be, it'd be an interesting experiment. John, have you tried that? Calling oh, at three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a preferred state. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> well, thanks for coming in it's today. It's a pleasure. We really appreciate it. Uh, there are some interesting issues that really need sorting out right now. I don't know what the solution is. Look, I've just done an interview today with uh, Channel 7 in Lake Boga mm. and um, talking about seasonal workforce. I, you know, media is important because – Letters don't necessarily make it change. I did have a group of VFF farmers yesterday who said to me, what can we do? And I said, please advocate to Mm. the state government. Please. Like your voices do matter. They do carry. Mm. And um, I can send a letter, and I have, uh, and I'm involved in the, you know, cross-border commissioner meetings where state and federal are on the line and we talk about some of these issues, but ultimately the power rests in Spring Street. That's the reality. Mm. What about things like, we've spoken about this really briefly before, the Designated Area Migration Agreement, the DAMA, that um, people particularly think they want to bring out skilled workers mm. are really interested in. Is that on the table for this area yet? It, look, it's a, it's a point of discussion um, I think this year we will continue to progress it. Um, I have, I did have. Oh, I did it again. <laughs> this is really good for those who don't know this room. It's set up well. Um, anyway, so I had a a, a um, an appointment time with uh, Minister Hawke, the new immigration minister, 
Yes, day before yesterday. And uh, unfortunately, his telecommunications, oddly enough, wasn't working. So (laughs) the Zoom meeting didn't happen um, with the AFPA, but we're still uh, working on that. One of the things on the table is a harvest visa, similar to the ag visa, but specifically harvest worker visa. Um, The Dharma, I I think, you know, he is quite committed to bring resolution. So Mm. I'm very encouraged by that. And... um, We'll be uh, continuing to rap on the table and on the doors to uh, have our voices heard in Canberra. So, um, yeah, no, I'm feeling hopeful. Mm. I'm feeling hopeful that we'll find some answers. Great. Well, that mm. would be a relief. Yes. And could be a relief in many sectors. Mm. Once again, thank you for coming in. Pleasure. Late nice afternoon to see you again. Thursday. I know. Nice to see you too. <laughs> we will see you next time. Oh, hang on. I've got one more question. This one. <laughs> this this is one. Like, it's like saying goodbye. I know. Bye. I know. Bye. <laughs> I'm from an Italian family and this is nothing <laughs> like it. We would have started two hours ago. We'd still be going two hours later. Uh, too funny. The The question was actually about the Clontarf um, Foundation in Swan Hill. You've been sent an email your office has been sent an invitation from uh, the Swan Hill Clontarf Academy for their Harmony Dinner. It's not till March. John's just looking at his phone now. They asked me to ask you or to remind you that the invitation's there Thank and we'd you. love to see you at the table. Thank you, Clontarf. And mm. I will definitely look at it and my trusty diary manager <laughs> will let me know, which isn't John, uh, will let me know whether we can actually work that in. So, yeah, look, hopefully it works. I uh, We are in... Canberra sometime, but we'll mm. work it out. You must get those all the time, do you? Yeah. Invitations to yeah. go. Look, I was really pleased last night to get to Gunnawarra and um, participate in the Citizen of the Year and Junior Citizen or Youth Citizen of the Year yeah. award down there. It was lovely. Mm. Are they not having an Australia Day breakfast? Yeah, I think they're doing various ones yeah. at Marabit and um, was it Karanged? Scaled yeah, back ones, yeah, yeah, similar to what we're doing here. Yeah, we were doing social distancing in the park. It's very special. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. For real this time. Thanks for coming. <laughs> you are very welcome. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. If you'd like to help us out, you can simply give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or perhaps your company would like to financially support us. There are now a couple of ways for you to do this. You can buy some advertising sponsorship from as little as $100 per month, or you can now make fully tax-deductible donations via Functional Arts. Head to the website to find out more, thevalepodcast.com.au.